Father, we thank you for the mercy you have shown over us individually. Thank you for the mercy we receive over our families. Thank you for the mercy over your church. Daddy, thank you for the mercy over our nation, Nigeria. Please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning we have come unto you. We ask Jehovah God that you will visit us today. Every areas of our lives that requires your touch. We ask, O oh God, that your mighty hands touch our lives, our homes, our circumstances in the mighty name of Jesus. Daddy, we promise you that with your help, at the end of today's service, we'll return glory to you. And for your children that are on the way, please hasten their steps. If there be obstacles on the road, we command the obstacles removed. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I yield myself unto you. Like the pen of the ready writer, please use me. Speak through me. If there be anything in me of me, O God, that will not allow you to use me as your vessel, I ask, O God, that in the name of Jesus and by the power that is in the blood of Jesus, please cleanse me. Speak to us, Jehovah. Thank you for answer to prayers. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And amen. Praise ye the Lord. God bless you. Please be seated. I'd like to welcome us all to the service of this morning. And uh, on my behalf, please say to the person sitting next to you that you are welcome in Jesus' name. We say so with a frown. You say so with a smile. Add a smile to it. You are welcome in Jesus' name. Amen. We will take our text this morning from the book of Matthew chapter 1. Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. Matthew chapter 1. We'll read from verse 18 to 23. 18 to 23, and I read from here. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was opposed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not, and not willing to make a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. 
May the Lord bless the reading in the mighty name of Jesus. We see from the passage we have just read that before the birth of Jesus, Mary, his biological mother, was found to be pregnant with a child. Joseph had already engaged her, engaged her to marry. Suddenly, Joseph found out that the lady he had engaged in marriage was already pregnant. So who did it? He knew that he was not responsible for the pregnancy. So who could have been? So he made up his mind that he was going to break the relationship. But because Joseph was a good man, the Bible says, he decided that he was not going to embarrass her and make a public show of it. So while he was still thinking about this in his heart, God saw his heart. So that this man had already made it up his mind. He had become suspicious. Mary may have cheated on him. So he made up his mind. God saw his heart. That very night, the angel of God appeared to him in a dream to pass four basic information to him. I pray for somebody here that in your moments of indecision, in your moments of confusion, God will appear to you. He will send his angel to give you direction. You will not take wrong steps in the mighty name of Jesus. So the angel appeared to him in a dream. I said, Joe, the conception by Mary is not from any man, but a product of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God. Never in history has that ever happened that a woman became pregnant by herself without meeting with a man. So the angel said, no. The Holy Ghost. She's carrying a child of the Holy Ghost. Number two, the angel confirmed to Mary that the child shall be a son. It shall be a boy. You know, there are some people when they are pregnant, women who are pregnant, some are so fortunate that God gives them a dream, sometimes even shows them the face of the baby. gives them an idea of the child. So he told Joseph, it's going to be a boy. He told him also that the name of this child shall be called Jesus. What is the name again? Jesus. Jesus. That his name shall be called Jesus. Lest Joseph makes a mistake and calls him Balogo. Hallelujah. God gave his name in advance. Not only did he give the name in advance, he explained why was the name Jesus. He said, for he shall save his people 
from their sins. Heavy message. That the name is not just any other name. It's a name that has a purpose. That is tied to a destiny. A fourth message. That the birth of this child is a product of fulfillment of prophecy. Prophets of old in the Old Testament had prophesied that a virgin shall bear a child. Will conceive and give birth to a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. What? And what is the meaning of Emmanuel? God with us. The angel gave this confirmation. So the name that Jesus bore were names that heaven had declared before his birth. Now, Jesus had several names while on earth. Example, the Bible calls him the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, it calls him the Mighty God. Wonderful. Counselor. While John chapter 1 29 says, Lamp of God. But for this series that we'll consider in the month of December, we will be talking about the name Emmanuel. God with us. So for the introduction today, we will be talking on the theme, sub-theme titled, What is in the Name? Can somebody repeat it? What is in the Name? Say it one more time. So Emmanuel, what is in the Name? Now what does the word name mean? Name. The Universal Dictionary defines the word name as a word or words by which a person or a thing is designated and distinguished from others. By which a person or thing is designated and distinguished from others. It says it is a word or words used to describe or evaluate. A name is sometimes used as a description. So from this definition, we know that names are attached either to a person or to a thing. For example, what, what is this called? Pay. This is an object. It has a name. And the name is what? A pen. What is this called? Microphone. So names are given. Without names, you can't distinguish the pen and the microphone. So you give a name to this as a pen, while this is a microphone. If I were to ask the usher, go to my office and bring it something on, from my table. If I say, bring something on the table, he could bring a book. True? He could bring my glasses. He could bring my cap. 
Why? Because I did not distinguish what item he should bring. So the name enables you to distinguish someone. If I say here, Peter, stand up. The person that bears the name Peter identifies with that name he will stand. But if I say, Mr. Man, can, I see, can you stand up? Who will stand up amongst you? Is there a Mr. Man here? No. But the name you bear distinguishes you from your neighbor. So a name also is used to designate or distinguish from others. It is used also to describe a person. For example, the book of Mark chapter 10 verse 46 describes a man called blind Bartimaeus. I am sure his father didn't call him so. He didn't call him blind Bartimaeus. So if there were up to 20 Bartimaeus in that city, and when you are talking about him, what do you do? You describe him as blind Bartimaeus. John chapter 5 verse 5 was a story of a man at the pool of Bethesda. The Bible called him important man. Other translations describe him as a certain man. For 38 years that this man lived at the pool, nobody remembered his name. 38 years. You may be here this morning. Your life has become so less impactful that your neighbor does not even know what your name is. He doesn't know what the name is. All he knows is the man with Afro. That yellow man. That short woman. Descriptive. But there is a God in heaven. Any name you bear that describes you and is not a description by God about you. Today by the power of the Holy Ghost, that name shall be changed. I said the name shall be changed. God will give you the right name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Names are important. Important not only to man but to God. In the sight of God, names are very, very important. God attaches a lot of importance to names. You may say, Pastor, where do you know this from? I'll give you examples. Number one, when God created the heavens and the earth, the Bible says the earth was without form. It was void. It was dark. And the Spirit of God hovered upon the face of the earth. God saw darkness. He didn't like darkness. He called into being light. He called light into existence. And the Bible said light was the first creation. God decided to give light a name. Genesis 1 verse 5 tells us that God christened light with a name and God called the light 
day. He called it day. Let's read it together. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called what? Night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Those were the first name that God gave. And he gave to light. No wonder the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5 as well as verse 8. God likens believers to light. And the Bible also calls our Lord and Master, John 8, 12. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. It describes also another aspect of the ministry of Jesus. Names are important to God. How do I know? God used names to distinguish people and objects. In the Garden of Eden, the Bible tells me in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, verse 13 and verse 14. Genesis 2, 10 to 11, 12 and 14. That there are three rivers that crisscrosses the Garden of Eden. To distinguish these rivers one from the other, God gave each of them separate names. The first river he called Pison. The second river he called Gishon. The third he called River Hedekel. God named them because they were not the same, they were different. And the first man God created, the Bible says, Genesis 2:19, he called him Adam. To show how important names are to God, he personally brought to Adam all the animals and the birds that he had formed. Genesis chapter 2, 19 to 20. Genesis 2, 19 to 20. And he asked Adam to name each of these animals. Adam saw a lion and said, this is lion. God said, that is okay. He saw the elephant and said, you are elephant. So each of the animals Adam gave names to. If it wasn't important, God would not have asked him to do so. So he named them. And God put the stamp of approval to all the names Adam gave to the animals. Names are important to God because names reflect the purpose Reflect the purpose and the destiny of the bearer. It reflects the purpose and the destiny of the bearer. We see from our text that we read, Matthew chapter 1. The angel told Joseph that and he shall be called Jesus. Why? Because he will deliver his people from their sins. And that was the number one mission of Jesus. So his name had a bearing to what his purpose on earth, what his destiny was to achieve. His other name was Emmanuel. Because the purpose and the destiny he carried was that it he will be God that is with us. So it amazes me how people toy with names. 
People give to themselves. Give to them Names. Without reflecting that names reflect the destiny the child will carry. Even Christians have become so careless. They have children, they just give them names that sounds fanciful. Without asking God, Lord, what destiny will this boy fulfill? What name should this boy bear that will reflect the destiny he carries? We just give names. You hear a person bearing Baba Tunde. And I ask, Baba what? They say, Baba Tunde. What does Baba Tunde mean? They say, Baba has come. Right? Hallelujah. Names have meanings. When I was not yet born again, when we had my, one of my daughters, her complexion resembled the complexion of my maternal grandmother. My maternal grandmother was a pretty woman. So I named the child after my maternal grandmother. But when I became a believer, and I went to inquire, what does this name mean? My parents didn't know the meaning of the name. Ah! So when I came back, what did I do? I changed the name. I changed the name. Why did I change the name? Oh, God changed the name of other people too. Hallelujah. Abraham was already an old man when God changed his name, brother. You are not too old to change your name. You are not older than Abraham. People are carrying names that they should not bear. You say, why are you bearing the name? Oh, I use all my certificates are in that name. Ah. The law allows you to do what they call change of name. I, formerly known as Babatunde Azikiwe, Benga, now want to be known and called Emmanuel. Hallelujah. You can't change your name. Names have purpose. I told you that names are used for the sake of identification. Some people bear the name the son of thunder. Every day they call you son of thunder, you say, yeah. And life begins to suffer afflictions. You can't be a child of God and you are bearing such names. Names have the power to characterize and reveal the personality of the bearer. Your name can characterize you. Can reveal your personality. You say, Pastor, where did you see this in the Bible? Ah, follow me to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 25. Media, 1 Samuel 25 verse 25. We see the story of a man called Nabal. Nabal. This was the testimony of his wife concerning her husband. 
He said, let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal. For as his name is, so is he. As his name is, so is he. As his name is, so he is. Come on, somebody. He said, I'm fully is with him. But I, thy handmaid, was not the young man of my Lord whom thou didst send. The key word there, as his name is, so is he. The man's name, Nabal, means foolishness. Can you imagine? The Bible says in verse 2 of that chapter that this man was a rich man. Yet his name meant what? Foolishness. Everywhere he goes, they say, Chief, foolishness. He say, yes. And it reflected his character. It characterized him. He was foolish. He became foolish. Another fellow was a man called Jabez. First Chronicles chapter 4, 9 to 10. First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. This man, when he was born, the mother was passing through intense sorrow. Intense sorrow. And so she called him Jabez, sorrow. And all through his life, he lived a life of sorrow. Life of sorrow, life of hardship, life of suffering. Which was traceable to his name. But thank God, one day he had an encounter with the King of Kings, the Lord of hosts. The great God. Just as today I'm trusting God for someone here to have an encounter with that God. He cried to God over his affliction. Is your name attracting sorrow to your life? There was another man also called Jacob, the grandson of Abraham. How it happened, I do not know. His father called him Jacob, which means a trickster. Genesis 27, 35 to 36. The Bible tells us how he tricked his elder brother, tricked even his father, and got away with the blessings of his elder brother. His character was traceable to the name he bore. Names can either attract blessings or curses. Which one is your name attracting? Which one? your name attracting. The Bible tells us in Genesis 32 26 to 28 Genesis 32 26 to 28 he had an encounter at Penel with the angel of God and he said let me go for the day breaketh and he said I will not let thee go except thou bless me and he said unto him what is thy name and he said, Jacob. And he said, that is the angel, their name shall be called no more Jacob. But what? Israel. For as a prince, thou hast power with God and with men and hast prevailed. Jacob had an encounter with the angel of the living God. At that encounter, as the angel was about to go, Jacob said, no, you must bless me. The angel said, no, 
What is your name? The angel asked him his name. He said the name was Jacob. He said no. Your name has to be changed before I bless you. So he had a change of name before the angel blessed him. Today you will ask God. Father, feel free to change my name. If my name is limiting me from your blessings. Lord Almighty, change the name. Jacob was not too old to change the name. He wasn't. He could not assess his blessings until his name was changed. Are you having difficulty assessing your blessings? Could this be traceable to the names you bear? God will change someone's name today in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a growing practice that is noticeable in the body of Christ today. God Almighty has said in the Ten Commandments that His name should be reverenced. Let's look at the book of Exodus 20, verse 7. Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. Please, let's open there. Exodus 20. Verse 7, shall we read together? Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Another translation of this passage, which is uh, amplified version, the classic edition says, You shall not use or repeat the name of the Lord your God in vain, that is, lightly or frivolously, in false affirmation or profanely, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Today, people use the name of God without attaching respect to it, irreverently. People make oath and tell lies, swearing by the name of God. In courts, you see people swear before they give testimony. A person knows he's coming to say what is false. He comes and says, will you swear by the Bible or Quran? He said, the Bible. What is your name? My name is Brother Christian. He swears by God. And he tells lies. The Bible says he has taken the name of God, what? In vain. There are people who have the habit... I used to know of a man. Every sentence he will say, say, I swear to God. I swear to God. I went, I swear, I, I, I swear. Have you seen people like that? They swear over what is not true. They know that what they are saying is not true, but they say they swear by who? By God. God says he is not taking this lightly. Are you in the habit of calling the name of God lightly. Today it has become a common phrase that you see a person say, oh my God, Jesus, oh my God. The Bible said the name of God should not be taken lightly. 
And today it has become so common that even comedians make joke with the name of God. They make joke with the name of God. They make joke with the name of the Holy Ghost. God says he does not take this lightly. I was reading Joyce, uh, Joyce Meyer's book. She wrote a book titled God's Greatest Gifts. Joy says it took God to open her eyes to a revelation God gave her of how she was calling the name of God frivolously. She said at a point in time she had formed the habit when she becomes home and is already very tired and stretching on the chair, she will say, oh my God. He said, until God began to teach her and reveal to her that you call the name of God reverently before she stopped. Joyce Myers. Are you in the habit of calling the name of God jokingly? God's name is to be reverenced, to be called with honor. I used to have a good relationship with one traditional ruler, first class traditional ruler, big traditional ruler. In those days when he calls me on the phone, unconsciously, I will pick the phone and be bowing here. Your Royal Highness, Your Majesty, sir. He is not where I am. But because I respect and honor him, it became subconsciously my reaction, reflex action. That when I talk to him, I'll talk and be bowing where I am. Until one child asked me, why was I doing this? <laughs> I said, I'm used to giving him honor. When you call the name of God, how do you call it? How do you call it? God doesn't play with his name. Satan and the demons are encouraging people to play with the name of God. The name of God comes with power. It comes with power. The Bible says in the book of Philippians 2 verse 10, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. It's not a common name. When you call it, heaven reacts to it. Powers of darkness bow. So how do you call this name? So if you have been misusing the name, today repent of it and ask God. It's not a name you play with. It's not a name you play with. He said every knee should bow. Of things in where? In heaven. And things where? On earth. And things where? Underneath the earth. It's a name that in the sphere of heaven, the earth, and underneath the earth, they react to. It's not a name you call lightly. The angel asked Jacob, what is your name? And I ask you this morning, 
What is your name? What is your name? All heads bowed. You cannot have access to that name of Jesus if you do not have a relationship with Jesus. You have to have a relationship with him for that name to work for you. Are you here this morning? You don't have that relationship. You have not yet given your life to Jesus. And today you want to have a relationship with that name. The name that at his mention, every knee, every power, both in heaven, on the earth, underneath the earth, bows to. So you're here this morning. You want to have a relationship with this name. Just raise your hand wherever you are, my friends. Jesus is here. He has given us a name. He's here this morning. Is there any fellow here? God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my brother. Any more hands? Before I pray for you, any more hands? Any more hands? Any more hands? God bless you, my darling sister. God bless you. God bless you. Any more? Any more? Any more hands? Any more hands? It's even possible. That you are here this morning, you are bearing the name that you shouldn't bear, that doesn't glorify God, that dishonors God. And as the word was going forth, it was as if God was talking to you. Please stand up, my brother. Stand up, my sister. Come. Come, 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 come. Quickly. Come, 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 come. Come. You raise your hand. Come, 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 come. Come. God bless you. God bless you. You are here. You are bearing the name that doesn't honor God. And you want God to change that name. Just like he changed the name of Jacob. You join them. Thank you, Jesus. You say this prayer after me. You say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I come before you. I recognize I'm a sinner. And I can't help myself. I ask for forgiveness. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash my sins away. Be my Lord and my Savior. From today, I want to be your child. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, it is written that if any man shall come unto you, you will no doubt cast away. Father, behold your son and behold your daughter. As they have come unto you, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, please receive them. Write their names in the book of life. And let these ones reign with you forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, I command in the name of Jesus, lose your hold over their lives. From today, they do not belong to you. They belong to the living God. Amen. Father, have your way in their lives. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And amen. Congratulations, my brother. Congratulations, my sister.
you follow this brother briefly, he will welcome you on behalf of the church. For the rest of us, let's stand, please. The Bible tells us in Mark chapter 10, 46, that Bartimaeus was characterized with the name Blind Bartimaeus. The problems of life swallowed his name. Are there problems in life that is limiting your name or has swallowed your name also? You cry out to God Almighty this morning. You say, Father, have mercy on me. Change my name. As you change the name of Jacob, O God. Change my name, Jehovah. Any name that I bear, O God, that does not give praise to their name, O God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Change it, oh God. Change the name. Daddy, change it. Change it, oh God. Give me the appropriate name, oh God. Any name, oh God, that does not give glory to your name, oh God. This morning I ask, Daddy, change the name. Change the name. Change the name, oh God. Change the name. Change the name. Change the name. Change the name, O oh God. Change the name, O oh God. Change the name, O oh God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. John 5 verse 5 tells us the story of the important man at the pool of Bethesda. For 38 years, he was a faceless man. Never described by his name, but rather the important man or a certain man. Are you living a life of a faceless life? That your identity is hidden. The glory that is inside you is not manifested because of challenges. You cry unto the almighty God. You say, Father, give me a new name. That before I leave this world, let my name matter. Let my name matter. Let my name matter. Oh God of the heavens and the earth, Lord, give me a new name. Before I leave this world, oh God, let my name matter, oh God. Let it 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 matter, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus.